At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome into the program. We are live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino, as always. And, Polly, let's start this hour with a little NFL as uh, the great Ross Tucker joins the program, played in the league for a long time, host of the Even Money podcast. Kind enough to pop on today for a couple of minutes. Good morning, Ross. How are you today? Morning, fellas. Doing great, man. It's never, never too early to talk a little NFL. No, it's always great. No hey, doubt about it. Yep. Let's start off with uh, a very popular team with uh, win total bets, and I think even some other futures beyond that, and that is the New Orleans Saints. I know their, their win total like a month and a half or two months ago, I believe, was seven and a half at some spots, which got pounded very quickly by sharp betters, and now it moved to eight or basically eight and a half everywhere. Uh, Kamara's suspension is looking like it's going to be a healthy one, maybe six games. Who knows how big of an impact do you think that's going to have on this team, uh, for the full season? So I, I would say, I don't think there's a greater disconnect right now between how the market feels about a team, how the team feels about themselves and what their season win total is. You know, Saints fans got all mad at me because I said on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL that I think the Saints obviously think they're a lot better than anybody else does. I mean, guys, think about what they've done this offseason. Think about you signed Tyron Matthew, you signed Jarvis Landry, you know, you trade all those picks to get the 16th overall pick from the Eagles, future picks which obviously means they don't think those future picks are going to be worth that much. And 
Then they package those picks and move up to 11 to get to Olave. The Saints are operating like a team that thinks they're a legit contender this year. I don't mean just a playoff contender. I think they're operating like they think they are a potential to make noise in the playoffs, maybe even go to the Super Bowl contender. I don't see that. I don't see that, and I think it's hard to argue that when you have Jameis Winston as your quarterback, we've seen the inconsistency over the years, and you lose Sean Payton. Saints fans get so mad at me. That said, I still love the over eight on their season win total. I mean, I think they're a – I'd be surprised if they only won seven games, right? I think it's much more likely – that they win nine or ten. I thought Jameis played pretty well last year in his first season after LASIK eye surgery before the injury. Now, we'll see how he comes off of the injury, but I there's a reason why all the Sharps have been betting the over. I still like the over. Atlanta and Carolina are not very good. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints get nine or ten wins. I just don't think they're a Super Bowl contender like the organization seems to think with bringing in these high-priced older veterans and mortgaging future draft picks for this year. Interesting. Excellent answer. Yep, yep. very good. Uh, so you you do work for the Eagles. A lot of people think they can win the division. Went to the playoffs last year. The Jalen Hurts MVP tickets out of control, and certainly everyone on the East Coast betting them to go over their win total. Very hard to repeat in that division. Hasn't happened since 2004. What do you think about the Eagles' total at 9, 9.5? Well, I like the over, right? I mean, they they won nine games last year. They are significantly better on both sides of the ball. I mean, on offense, to get A.J. Brown, they didn't have very many weapons in the passing game last year. They get a top five receiver in the NFL. Jalen Hurts isn't going to be worse in his second (laughs) full year as a starter, second year in the same season. I mean, that going to be worse. Uh, We know about the O-line. Now, I will say this. As a guy that calls their preseason games on television, I do their pregame show on the radio, they actually stayed very healthy last year. You know, they had had several years before that where they were ravaged by injury. They stayed pretty healthy last year, which is something to keep an eye on because usually those things have a way of evening out a little bit. But even on defense, you bring in Hassan Reddick and the double-digit sacks, Jordan Davis in the first round, Kaiser White, as well as N'Kobe Dean at linebacker. And then you get Bradbury at corner opposite Slay. And I don't think the Cowboys are as good. Uh, you know, I, I think the Cowboys are taking a step back without Randy Gregory, without Amari Cooper. So I, I think the Eagles are even Steven in my mind to win the division with the Cowboys. And I think over nine, nine and a half is a good bet right now. And I will say this too. They're actually a sneaky bet to win the NFC. Now, that would be a big leap to go from, you know, whatever they had four wins a couple years ago to getting blown out by the Bucs last year and then go ahead and win the NFC. It, it's unlikely, right? But you look at the NFC, I think the Bucs will be very good. The Rams will be in it. The Packers will be in it. But the NFC is not like the AFC. And I, I can foresee a scenario where the Eagles – Everything goes right for them. Hurts improves. The Bucks maybe aren't as good. Maybe no Gronk. The O-line issues. The Packers don't have Devontae Adams. The Rams coming off winning it. Can they do it again? I think there is some percentage chance where the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. 
What if he doesn't? What if he doesn't improve and they miss the playoffs? Are they looking for a quarterback? I would. I would have to imagine that would be the case. Yeah, with with the way they've kind of loaded up on both sides of the ball, and the other things I mentioned about AJ Brown, second year yeah. is the full season start, all that stuff. If they now look, you know, maybe he plays awesome and somehow they miss the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, I would imagine that they would be in the quarterback market. If Hertz takes a step back, I think I think Hertz should probably tell you that. Yeah, let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Ross Tucker, our guest on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, host of the Even Money podcast. Where are you at with Jacksonville? Uh, year one with Urban Meyer was a disaster, so now he was gone uh, during the season. They bring in Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl winning coach, and it's year two of Trevor Lawrence. Now their win total is about six. What do you think of that team? So I'm a little bit nervous about this conversation so far, guys, because I know. That you're better off betting unders than overs. Oh, here we and go. <laughs> Steve Fezzik is my co-host on the Even Money podcast, and he mentions that every week. He does the math. He tells you, you know, it should be 8.45 wins. It's more like 8.6. You know, if you add up all the win total, I, I, I totally get it. But I would also tell you, I think Urban Meyer got about as close to sabotaging a pro football team last year as we've ever seen. I'm not saying that's what he was trying to do, but just by his actions and what he did, it felt to me like you couldn't have had a worse scenario or a worse situation. Now you bring in Doug Peterson, who I think is highly underrated, maybe because he's not, you know, a media darling or whatever. The guy won the Super Bowl over Brady and Belichick with Nick Foles, you know? I mean, they lost their MVP quarterback that year, and they still won the whole thing. The next two years, they went to the playoffs, even though Wentz got hurt again the one year. The other year, they lost everybody. I think Doug Peterson's a good coach. I think they finally have an adult at the head coaching Mm -hmm. position in Jacksonville. I would imagine Trevor Lawrence is much better. They've spent a lot of money. To bring in Christian Kirk and Brandon Sheriff on offense, I mean, defensively, Trayvon Walker, Devin Lloyd, Foye Aluakun, and and guys, look at the AFC South. I think Tennessee takes a step back. There's a lot of people loving the Colts right now. I'm not as long as Matt Pryor is their starting left tackle. I'm not loving the Colts as much as other people are. The Texans kind of are still down. I think there's a, a lot of scenarios where the Jags get seven or eight wins. I certainly think they're a better bet to get seven than they are only four or five in Doug Peterson's first year. Okay, very strong. Uh, One other team here, and we have a couple of minutes left. I think this is going to be, and I've heard it already, it's going to be a common narrative. I think it's kind of maybe lazy with this team, although there's a lot of data here going back over the years to suggest maybe there's something to the Super Bowl hangover from the losing team. But to me, Ross, Joe Burrow seems a little bit different at that position and they got better in the offseason. Which side of the fence do you fall on with uh, the Bengals? Well, they're, they're interesting because I think they're a team that obviously really benefits from the Sean Watson situation. Yeah, every time I look, the Browns are off the board. So if you think Watson's going to be suspended for the season or a long time, where can you bet? Well, maybe you look at the Bengals. Maybe you look at the Steelers or the Ravens. I think the Ravens are a good over bet. Because I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to play. I mean, if he does, I think maybe it's seven games. I think he'd be out at least 10 games. So that certainly helps the Bengals' case. 
I guess I'm just a Ravens guy. And I think the Bengals will be in the mix. I think the Bengals have a good chance to make the playoffs. You know, they they did an awesome job winning those three close playoff games. But I think if we learned anything last year, the AFC's loaded, and all those games could have gone either way. I mean, they could have they could have yeah. lost to Derek Carr and the Raiders in the red zone at the end of the game. They easily could have lost to the Titans if they don't get stuffed on the third and fourth and short. So Shut up. I, I think the Bengals will be in the mix. I think the Bengals have a great chance to make the playoffs. Maybe they go on another run. But I, I favor the Ravens to win that division. You know, I don't know the exact stat off the top of my head, guys. But the Ravens, I think, had the most starter games lost. Meaning, this guy's a starter. He missed 10 games. This guy was there. He missed eight games. Of any team in like the last 20 years, since they've been tracking it, the most starter games lost. I think the Ravens are coming back. With a vengeance, I think the Ravens win the AFC North. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that team this year. The opposite of the Eagles, like you talked about earlier. Earlier, They were healthy. The Ravens absolutely were not. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Ross Tucker NFL. And listen, download, subscribe to the Even Money Podcast. Ross, you're the best. We love having you on the show. Thank you for the time. Anytime, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, be good. There you go. Great breakdowns on four different teams right there. Five, actually, with Ross Tucker. You like the Ravens? Oh, yeah. So do I. Yep. I'm uh, big on the Ravens this year. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Fire and Ice, streaky players and teams in Major League Baseball tied into their future odds. We talk all the time about if Aaron Judge stays healthy in the American League, but what about if this guy stays healthy? We'll tell you who that is coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which means a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only 19 bucks to be a subscriber through July 31st. You can sign up today at vcin.com slash summer. In the sports betting realm, everyone is looking for an edge. You might not have my name. You yeah, have my blood. It doesn't matter if you are up or down. Lannister always pays his debts. Success is not measured by effort, only by results. And I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Who you back and when you do it is crucial. Everyone who isn't us is an enemy. Knowledge is your greatest asset. You know nothing, don't know. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard are here to guide you on your quest. Winter is going. This is fire. And ice. Superb job by the fellas behind the glass. Absolutely dynamite. Okay, so here we go. We tie in with uh, hot and cold players, teams in Major League Baseball, with their current odds uh, on the future board. And the players who are on fire right now, overall the last 14 days, MVP candidates. You look at this in the National League on top. Paul Goldschmidt, last 14 days. He's batting 400 with six home runs, 16 RBIs, and 13 runs scored. His OPS is 13-14, and his odds to win the National League MVP plus 150. Uh, I teased this before the break when I said the common theme around Aaron Judge is if he stays healthy, he's going to win the American League MVP. The home run title, probably take down all of it. Well, how about this guy in the National League? Because once Machado got hurt, and he's been out now for a little while, Goldschmidt continues to deliver on a daily basis for the Cardinals. Scorching again, huge night last night. Like at this point, if Goldschmidt stays hot and does this, it's probably going to be a wrap in the National League. It's going to be tough to overcome what he's doing. Again, if he sustains this level of play, that's going to be his award. And I'd like to make the case that I have really good numbers on other potential players in the National League, including Pete Alonzo, who I track Mets games every single day if I'm not watching him. Like, what did Pete do last night? I want to know. Uh... Last 14 days, 268 average, four home runs, 12 RBIs, with an OPS of 957. Good numbers, but not good enough to keep up with Goldschmidt. And I will be the first one to tell you that at the end of the year, if, if they remain at this pace, 
Alonzo probably doesn't deserve the MVP, even if the Mets finish in first place. The award should probably go to a Goldschmidt. I recently bet Dansby Swanson said it on the air at 75-1. to 1. Uh, Having a, a monster season for the Braves. Probably the most crucial player on offense so far to that team with his overall numbers. Won't matter. Even if they win that division, I think he's going to come up short of Paul Goldschmidt. Other players to take a peek at. Trey Turner, he's around... 25 to 1 in the National League. And then here you go, by the way, back to Judge in the pace. This was from uh, Buster Olney. Here's what he's on, on pace for in the American League 61 home runs, 177 hits, 85 extra base hits, 131 runs, 125 RBIs, with an average of 293, an on base of 368, and slugging of 638. If if that if those numbers actually come to fruition, and I get it, we have you know half the season left in Major League Baseball at least. Uh, I I really have to know what Otani's going to do to beat Judge out because I'm not going to tell you that it's it's over with. I can't do that. I cannot sit here and tell you today that Judge is going to win the MVP. But if this continues, he doesn't get hurt and puts up those numbers. I think it's going to be tough to overlook what he's done. Although I did hear a great reminder from Ken Rosenthal. I listened to his podcast uh, from The Athletic this week, and he reminded people that, look, you really cannot have a true New York bias when it comes to betting, um, voting on this stuff in baseball because it is spread out throughout the writers where two, pl- uh, two, um, two media members from each city get a vote. So we're talking about two from Cleveland, Two from L.A., uh, two from New York, and so on and so forth. So it's not going to be an overwhelming amount of voters from the New York area that say we got to give it to Judge something to keep in mind. Um, plenty of other, you know, Vlad now hit a home run last night. He's 10 back of Aaron Judge. Vlad's a guy who can, at least, you know, warm right now. Vlad's a guy that can rattle off seven, eight home runs in two weeks. To get back into this thing. Uh, Trouts over the last 14 days, 255 average, six home runs, 11 RBIs, and an OPS of almost 1,100. Uh, I don't. It's not Trout's award this year. I think he's going to have to overcome Otani. He's going to have to overcome Judge. And by the way, two other guys that uh, Ken Rosenthal brought up, along with Jose Ramirez, he said, do not count out Jordan Alvarez. And he actually said... Rafael Devers. Mm. He said, you cannot forget what this guy's doing. And uh, some in baseball recently have said he's actually having a better year than Aaron Judge. When you really break down all the analytics. Are we getting it carried away with the Goldschmidt, who's having an incredible year, but he's as low well, as plus, plus 120 at one That's what I'm spot. saying. But if he, if, he do, if he keeps this up, right? If he doesn't uh, get hurt, yeah. he's going to win the award. Like, he's unbettable right now, though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I have a bunch of other guys that are really good numbers, but I can't, I'm not going to bet them. I'm just going to take the loss if that's the case. Uh, NL Rookie of the Year now, Michael Harris coming on like gangbusters for the Braves. 330 average, three home runs, 14 RBI, 17 runs scored, very good. Uh, Brendan Donovan with the Cardinals. Um, There's another kid for the Cardinals. I want to get his name right. Uh, There it is. Juan Yepes. Had a huge night last night. His numbers stack up very favorably against other uh, contenders. He's 35-1. to 1. Cruz hit a home run last night yeah. for the Pirates. How He's a shot yeah. on the board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cruz? 
Yes, your yeah, guy. There's, there's a lot of hype around this guy. Sure. And I think there's a reason, you know, I mean, he's not, his numbers right now are not better than Harris. Mm. They're not better than Gorman. Um, some other players on the list are actually maybe a little bit better, but just projecting forward, this guy has so much talent that there's a reason why he's a shorter shot on the board, thinking that he's going to be, at the end of the year, the best guy in this entire lot. Okay, how about your other guy, Strider? I mean, what do you have to do if you're a pitcher to win it? How sick do your numbers have to be well, he, as opposed to the everyday player? Uh, don't forget that the Braves actually have some guys coming back from injury. Sorok hasn't pitched in a while, a couple of years, but he's going to yep. be coming back soon. Um, if Strider can stay in the rotation, I think he's got the goods to keep him in this uh, race for a long time. We saw it on Sunday mm-hmm. night. He was awesome yeah, he was. against the Dodgers. Yep. Uh, this is this is a unique one. You can yep. find this usually at a lot of spots before the season starts. It's tough to find who's going to lead the league in stolen bases throughout your, the year. How's your bet doing? Miles Straw? Straw, oh, yeah. Uh, is he even playing anymore? Wasn't it Quan too? Didn't you bet him, too? No, he he skyrocketed. It, no? To win the, yeah. Okay. It, it was, but I... When he got off to the hot start, I was looking for 50-1. to one. He was done like 6-1 to one by the time. Oh, oh God. All so, right. but, yeah, I bet Miles Straw thinking that he was going to be an everyday player. He can't get on base. And Birdie has 22 on the season now. And here are your Blue Jays, winners last night in the last 11 games, Paul. 4-7 and seven overall. But I think the concerning part here has to be the rotation. Yep. Gossman, good last night. Manoa's been awesome. But Barrios, Kakuchi. Beyond that? That's it, I know. Right. Gossman's oh. been great but against the Red Sox, but then it was a, it was a rough stretch uh, entering the win last night. Brios has been a gas can. Kikuchi's been awful. I'll never bet on that guy again. And Manoa's been untouchable for his career at home. Yankees had him ahead of him his first home loss a couple weeks ago. That's one guy I can trust. But with the other guys, I know you're right. Yeah. How bad the starting pitching's been. What's that, uh, the old yep. cliche, you're only as strong as your weakest link? Mm-hmm. Well, the top two there with Gossman and Manoa are great. But the bottom two, ugh, Kikuchi, and you got to look away again. And look, I know this one all too well. I have uh, Castellanos in my fantasy league. Had forwards the other night. He's been ice cold. Acuna only batting 209 in his last 14 days. Soto. Yeah, batting 194. He was like 3-1 to one to win the National League MVP yeah, yeah. before the season. So a bunch of players there in the National League East. Big bats not coming through. Uh, and Blake Snell, your guy, Paul. There it is, my guy. Yeah. My God. He's ahead of a do- Oh, my God. Well, there because he's, he's a, a favorite. Oh. You're down, if you're betting what? 12, yeah, 12 units, yeah, yeah to win a. Yeah, to win if you're, if you're betting to win 100 bucks every game on yeah. Blake Snow, you're already down 1200 They're 0-7 in his starts, and the Nats are 1-13 when Adon goes. I mean, think about that. He's moved ahead of him. Yep. My God. Yep. Oh, and uh, Giolito was on this list, too. Yep. He went no, last night. Yep. Now, they lost the game, but he, he, he kind of corrected it last night with a better performance. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Last 30 days, an ERA of 8.24. That includes last night, by the way, in a whip of 1.83, he was 11-1 to preseason to win the Cy Young. Yep. House Moss. House Mossberger. Any uh, future job, tickets guys. looking good for you? Oh, it's all Mets, and uh, I have every single guy behind Judge. Yeah, so we'll doing see. the home run title. I got Trout. I got Alonzo. I, I got Schwarber. I have Alvarez. I have Riley. Yep. <laughs> it's Pro- probably won't matter. Oh, Up next, what a day it was, and it was a really bad one for the Lakers. Vsin, the sports betting network.
Hey, hey, Wimbledon Week, BetRivers Online Sportsbook, your go-to book for all tennis-related betting. Through July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at BetRivers Online Book for a free $10 BetRivers Live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into the BetRivers app. It can even live stream tennis matches right from BetRivers Online Sportsbook. Get up there, the house specials. And the great menu was always at Bet Rivers. It was a rough day for the Lakers yesterday. It was news was coming down fast and furious. Mm-hmm. I thought Kyrie was going to the Lakers. There were numerous reports that it was just so bad with the Nets, and he was going to walk away from that money and take the six million from the Lakers and leave thirty million on the table. That was going to happen, and then that also was going to open up the floodgates, and then Durant was going to leave as well. That at one book. You saw the odds plummet from 60 to 1 to plus 250 on Ayton to go to the Nets for his next team. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was going, oh, here comes a sign and trade. Here we go with Durant. Uh, but it, and then Kyrie is going to stay with the Nets. I guess there's a small chance they could still trade him. Bobby Marks uh, wrote about that today. But it looks like they're going to stay put and run it back. But then late, and then yesterday, how fast was that? Oh, John Wall and the Rockets have agreed on a buyout. Oh, he goes to the Clippers. Yeah. How fast that was. And the guy's due to make $47 million, And now that's a great move for Los Angeles. And they were the co-favorites at some spots to uh, win the title. And now they pick up Wall, which don't laugh. I know he's missed time. The guy averaged 20 a game. Let, let me give you this. Uh, is there going to be a player in the NBA who gets a better deal than what John Wall is going to land? No, he gets the money right back. Right, so he basically yeah. agreed to give up like six million dollars to the to the Rockets. And that's what yes. So he's going to get like forty one million dollars, and then oh by the way, he's going to make six million with the by going from the Rockets to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Now, but here's the problem. Yeah, he can average twenty a game. Uh, what's he going to look like? I can't even remember the last time John Wall played a basketball game. Feels like it's been two or three years. It feels like it's almost like pre bubble with this guy. I think it was early last year. I think when he got in there, he averaged twenty and nine for like a minute. And he get this guy gets a bad rap. I mean, you have to separate the player from the contract. It's just how it is in the NBA with some of these asinine contracts. Or when you're talking about how pay, I mean, the, the how backloaded it is and how it's structured with the pay. But I mean, the guy's what nineteen and ten nine for his career. Oh, he's a nice player. I mean, how many guys did he get paid? I mean, look, Gortat and and Porter and all these guys. What sure. Do right. Uh, setting up these shooters and, and uh, the centers that they had as well. Which I know the East wasn't strong at the time, but they also were one shot. with Kelly Olynyk. Keep check game away from going to the That's conference right. finals. Oh one my year. god! So again, I reached out to two of the sharpest NBA guys who I know yesterday, and one of them told me that he was backing the Clippers at plus eight dollars and plus eight fifty for next year. Right? Yeah. L- let me ask you uh, those question marks though. Wall, Kawhi if, uh, off this injury where he was out for the entire year. Is that too big of a gamble for you? Or like the off season just started? We haven't tell you know the middle of October until things kick up again, and come next April, this team is going to be a juggernaut. I think that's the best team in the West, but, yeah, it comes down to health. But that's, yeah, if everything's equal, everything stays healthy, I think that's the best team. I really do. Now, they might lose Batum and and get some uh, depth issues, but to the point now where Lou is an underrated coach with what he's done. Uh, But they have a lot of pieces there. And that's uh, that's a pretty good three. And I was I was thinking, okay, the Lakers can pick up the pieces and maybe get Wall. But then, just like that, the Clippers snatched up yeah. and, and grabbed them, just so, like that. So that happened again, like in within back-to-back yeah. news flashes, right? Where Kyrie was off the board for the Lakers, so that stinks for the organization. And according to many reports, and this would make some sense, LeBron was all in, like, yeah, let's make it happen. 
And then maybe the idea of getting Walt, no, back-to-back stories like that to come down within, it felt like minutes. It, it probably wasn't, but it's like Kyrie staying home and then John Wall to the Clippers. Oh, that's a double whammy for the yeah, Lakers. I know. The, the, the speculation was, was to, well, let's have some fun in the West where you could have Durant, Paul, and Booker on the Suns, LeBron, AD, and Kyrie with the Lakers. You know, the Clippers are still stacked. They'll be healthy, and, and the Warriors are the defending champs. Even Draymond was asked about what if Kyrie goes to the Lakers. He says, well, they'll be improved, but they won't be able to beat us. But that yeah. was, I mean, it was really like, oh, man, this, this could be something out West. But now it's uh, yeah. much ado about nothing. I'll tell you what, I, the most exciting part for me yesterday was not Kyrie potentially going to the Lakers. It was what you talked about with the odds movement on Aiden, right. going from the Suns maybe to the Nets and how it dropped from 60 to 1 to where you said around plus 250. Another spot had forty to one, all the way down to right. uh, three to one mm-hmm. in that range uh, within like an hour. The idea of Durant getting swapped for Aiton, I mean, that's when I started to go crazy, and I'm looking for Suns futures, and I thought, you know, there was eight, uh, fourteen to one available here at Circa. Every other spot's like nine to one, and I'm thinking Booker, Paul, Bridges, Durant on this team. 14-1 sounds great. Do I take a chance with that? And then before I could even think about it much longer, oh, Kyrie's going to stay home. Yeah, and the day was ruined. Right. Yeah. The other thing is they're going to run this back and see what this looks like now. Uh, you will get Ben Simmons, and uh, you get Harris back. But other than that, they can't really add many pieces to the team, and they're stuck. So, uh, and it's it is, to put this in perspective, and people uh, close to Durant said, who hasn't spoken to the team since the season ended, by the way, that they didn't try to understand Kyrie. Well, who can? I mean, just <laughs> I mean, what he did in Boston, what he's done in Brooklyn, how do you try to figure that guy out? So they also made a mistake when they caved. Remember he came back and goes, well, I'm going to be a part-time player. And they said, no, you're not. You're not being a part-time player. Then they caved and they allowed him to come back. Yeah, that's right. That was one mistake. But listen, this to put this in perspective, Brian Windhorse yesterday, uh, when it was looking like Kyrie was going to leave, about what the Nets were thinking and, and what the Nets were thinking about next year, Windhorse reported. The Nets saying, the Nets are putting out there right now that they are prepared to lose both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. They would rather lose them both than go through what they went through last season, which was a miserable season under the situation that Kyrie Irving uh, contributed to creating. <laughs> that is a phenomenal soundbite. Yes, it is. We were, he wrecked our season. We were miserable. I don't care. I'm not going through that ever again. What that guy did, it was a circus. Only Kyrie could do that. So now things are going to be peachy Yeah, I, I hear in Brooklyn? You. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, they're a ton of talent, obviously. Captain Obvious checking in. But there, there is a possibility, of again, of this going off the rails. Yes. It, with Kyrie and Ben Simmons involved? Are you kidding me? Who knows? Maybe. Oh, they're right not to give them a long-term deal. Because you, you, you can't depend oh, on them. The, the you mo- can't count on them. No, you need to sign this guy to a one-year deal and, and, and take it year by year. Uh-huh. And yep. if you lose, move on. I mean, they said it wasn't worth it. That's going to be a fun conversation, huh? When camp kicks back in? What do you guys mean by that? What do you, what do you mean, what do we mean? You were a disaster last year. Yep. You act like a four-year, four-year-old sure. child. Well, if you bring them back, just, I mean, it just has the option, and then you could move them if there's issues in this upcoming season. But they also... Oh, I'd love to see Durant demand a trade. God, I would love that. Mid-season? Yes. Well, okay. Yes. Um, but you also can have an ego. I said this earlier, but to me this is very important why they said that and why Windhorse said that was because they went through this scenario before where they made those horrible trades oh, yeah. and every pick, they didn't have a pick. Every pick was going to Boston. They were so bad. But somehow out of that horrible situation, they made it to the playoffs. 
and built the roster back up and found a Dinwiddie and, and got Russell and found some key parts and Allen and made some good moves. And then they think, okay, well, we'll just do it again and we'll just get a mother load for Durant. Well, some of the other moves, though, by dealing Allen, by getting him out of there so they could bring in DeAndre Jordan. Oh, that was stupid. I mean, That's again where you let the players call the shots. Oh my that God. was horrible. They're buddy. The second that Horrible that, trade. When that news broke, we're just like, are you kidding me? Think about what that roster and team could have been. Oh, no doubt. Allen, Dinwiddie, Harris got hurt. But, I mean, oh, no. pieces, yeah, the guys sure. they had to move as a result with Harden and these asinine contracts. And you moved uh, heaven and earth to get Harden, and that didn't work out. The other thing I think this is refreshing, not that everyone does it, but what Golden State's doing. And Golden State's going to run it back and bring these guys back. That it's easy to do because you pay four hundred million for something, and then it's worth four billion dollars. But you saw how high their payroll was and the tax, everything. They take their profits and they spend and they put it back into the team. Yep, that's a great job what the owners do with Golden. State. So they're just like, okay, we're going to give Looney how much money, and we're up against it by how much was with it the tax? Three hundred fifty million, whatever they paid. No problem. Yep. We'll do that. Their checkbook. He's right. a big part of our team. He was awesome in the playoffs. He he deserves to get paid, and we don't want him to leave. Well, so we will give him the. As much money as we can possibly, yeah, yeah right. So I mean, that's well, you that, that's, a, that's a huge get for this team. You lived there when they they booed him. They were uh, retiring oh. Chris Mullins' number or something. It was Chris well, Mullin night. He couldn't even get on the mic like him. He got in at the right time, and now they just uh, we talked about that night for uh, weeks moving forward. Rick Barry comes up, basically throws the mic down. He's yelling at the crowd. He couldn't get a word in. No, I mean it every was, time the guy tried to talk, because they traded Monte Ellis for Bogut. It was awesome. The reaction there. Yep. And we were playing Twisted Sister the next day, not going to take it anymore. <laughs> we're not – I mean, it was just like the, the fans were done. Yeah. And then they just they, – they got it right. They got it right by trading Monte Ellis, and then Curry turned into who he is. But that guy, you're right. I mean, so to, to spend that much money for the organization where it is today compared to 10, 11, 12 years ago and to mm-hmm. draft like they do and to develop like they do, it's, it's no accident. You're right. The Baldwin kid will probably be a star too. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One day. A lot of stuff coming up, though. I mean, I, I still, the other thing also happened yesterday. It appears Murray's going to the Hawks, yeah. and it's only going to be Gallinari and Picks. I can't what? believe that. Yeah. That's a bad job by the Spurs. They not even want Collins. They're just going to totally uh, re- reboot here and uh, rebuild. It was a good day, Paul, but also oh. the Kyrie stuff took a wrecking ball to today, tomorrow, and Thursday. Yeah. That part kind of stinks. Uh, up next, we have a 15-1-1 under run going. Details on that coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splats data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The splits page is updated every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out the futures as well. Another way we're here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. We'll talk uh, college football coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Drew Butler is going to be in studio former punter with the Georgia Bulldogs and also played in the NFL for the Steelers and the Cardinals. Yep. We'll, we'll go over some SEC win totals. Dare I say, based on win totals alone, the SEC might be the best it's ever been. Well, I, I'm excited to meet the guy and talk college football, but I'm also a little uh, disappointed again. I got the uh, Athlon Sports picked that up. I look at their top four rankings. Guess who it is? It's Alabama. It's Ohio State. It's Georgia and Clemson. <laughs> for, for like the 10th year in a row. <laughs> what? Do you know that there's a field bet out there uh, at a national legal sports book? It's, it, it, it is those four teams versus the field, and I believe I saw minus 650 on those four teams. Oh, sure. There actually might be some value yeah. in minus 650. Yeah. I can get Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson. Well, if Bama's a double-digit favorite in every game. Yeah. And then Clemson and, and just Ge- reloaded. Georgia's I mean, they, right there. Yeah. I mean, Clemson has a bad season by their bad 10 and 3. Sure. So, yeah, I know. I mean, maybe, maybe A&M can, with all this talent that they have. And Miami got some good news. I mean, Crystal Ball, he got that star quarterback. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, and then with uh, Manning going to Texas. Yep. So that was big. Uh, big. Big 12 could be a disaster. Oh, God. Baylor, probably the best team. Uh, I, yeah. Based on power ratings and. Guys that they have coming back. I will say, I mean, I love the sport, but we need to see a little bit more parity. When, when Nick Saban no is kidding. out there saying we need more parity, and he's dominated the sport for 12 years now, yeah, you do. Yeah, well, hopefully Riley gets uh, USC turned around. That that would help. 
Crystal ball at Miami. Yep. Sark at Texas. Correct. You know, just that that would help. I want to say Harbaugh at Michigan, but is that sustainable? Yeah. Making a playoff run or being in the mix and then not getting blown out when you actually make it to the playoff. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Yep. You're good. But I mean, these win totals for the SEC, I mean, every team has like six, six and a half or more. It's just. And Bama at DraftKings is 10 and a half over minus 240. They're losing two games? I don't see it. I mean, Humans nope. has been on this network saying there's probably value in that number mm-hmm. over 10 and a half. Uh, today's baseball card, it's uh, it's a good one. It really. I wish we had more day games today. It's the only complaint that I would have. Yeah. Outside of that, this I got uh, plenty tomorrow. Yeah, this this run for this is really something. I mean, when Freeland goes for the Rockies against the Dodgers last seventeen games, the under is fifteen one and one, and he's going today on the mound yet again. And you pointed this out earlier. Some of the scores nine four when it was at Coors total was fourteen, but it stayed under. Uh, there was a 9-2 game in there at Coors when the total was 11 and a half, but that stayed under. 15-1-1 one uh, to the under, and these numbers at Dodger Stadium is low as 7.5, at Coors as high as 14. Pretty strong overall now for years here with uh, Freeland going yep. for Colorado. But here's the deal. Incredible find by it, uh, Point Shaver, 13. Yeah. If you missed it last night, horrible spot for the Dodgers. God, I blew that. So did I. How did I see that? Yep. Got it. I'm, I'm thinking about it while, like in the second inning. I go, they played a Sunday night game, went to extra innings in Atlanta. Yep. And they got a travel short turnaround. They had nothing. All the way to Denver. God. And then they were blanked. And Chad Cool, of all pitchers, complete game yep. shutout. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe the sticks get it going today in Coors, but over the years, it's a, it's a great little nugget right. there. To I'm going to ride that under 15 1 and 1 under run. Uh, I'm going against one trend here. The Mets with the day off this year are 10 and 0. Their magic number is also five. Uh, when they score five runs or more, they're 35 and four. Carrasco, you mentioned it's been uh, hairy here lately. Better pitcher at home, but I like Valdez and the Astros. It also seems that the Astros play up to their level of competition and then down. Well, they've had a couple uh, poor performances against some bad teams, but certainly they were. The starting pitching was fantastic against the Yankees. They won both games against the Mets last week. And uh, Valdez, with last meeting, Valdez has got a one nine five on the road where he's 4-1. and one, And I think the bats, Alvarez could go deep today as well. He has two home runs off Carrasco. And I think the uh, Mets, great story, 20 games over 500. But I like the Astros and Valdez laying $1.20 on the road in a good series. Oh, sign. Already bet that game as well. Yeah. Also, a point out, Yankees 7-0 and with a day off. Red Sox 7-1. Okay. and one. Seattle 6-1. and one. Pirates 0-8, Colorado 1-7. Okay. All with one day off. Uh, we never brought this game up earlier. We'll get to it here. The Brewers are taking on the Rays in Tampa. Now, this is going to be Woodruff against – I'm seeing Baz now today. Yes, it going. is. Yes. Okay. Uh, Woodruff uh, was on the IL, has been on the IL since May 28th. In his last rehab start, 74 pitches, 7 Ks over 5 innings. But on the season, a 4-7-4 ERA uh, for Woodruff. And uh, the Brewers are actually dogs today. Against Baz in Tampa Bay. Total too low? That's what I think. Uh, that was my initial reaction. I, I got to go higher than a seven. Yeah, I can see Play some runs in this seven. game. Yep. Yep. And the other one, I'll tell you what, I bet this game as well. I grabbed the Braves at some plus money. You can find, well, plus 105 is like the universal number, the consensus number out there right now. Morton has quietly been good. Thanks to, on Twitter, by the way. Somebody pointed out, I said earlier, he's got 20 Ks in his last uh, two starts. He's actually got 40 in his last four which I did not point out earlier today. Where did this come from? 
We were running this down back-to-back days on the show, how bad he had been. Yeah. And the eleven and one overrun on the season. Then he goes into Wrigley, throws a gem, and then follows that up with a strong yep. performance. Thanks to Josh for telling yep. me that on Twitter. Right. Yep, failed to mention that. Well, good uh, observation. And here's the thing: yeah. no Harper in the lineup. Sure, I, it, I yeah. hate going against Zach Wheeler because I love the guy. But plus money right now with the Braves, I got to take it, and I did. Really? Yep. All right. Good luck. Schwarber's been hot, but this goes back to much like a hockey discussion. What does the star player mean? How much value does he have? Like if a Trout's out of the lineup? Sure. I mean, we ran those numbers down. Uh, Buster only tweeting all the tweets about how much, or Jason Stark, rather, about going back the last 162 games with Harper. Now you don't have the MVP. And what does that mean for the rest of the lineup? And although they did take three out of four in San Diego, which was a good job there. But uh, big, big series against the Braves. And this would be a big opportunity for the Braves, who are five back, to get back in this race and pick up some ground because I think the Mets could uh, – Lose a couple here against the Astros. You mentioned earlier when we discussed the Red Sox-Blue Jays game, maybe too many runs here, the total too high, meaning you can find a 10 if you want to play the under on that. It's Waka versus Stripling. Well, he's been great. Waka's been really good. Yeah. And Stripling, you know, he he only lasted three and two-thirds against the Yankees, two starts back. He bounced back against the White Sox, and he was really good in the two starts before the Yankee game. Yep. And I'm going to piss on the parade here again like I did yesterday. But this this run they've had, and to be 19-5 and five in June. And they've actually lost ground in the standings now. They lost half a game. That's right. Going 19-5 and five in June. After what happened yesterday. But now we'll find out what they're made of. So congratulations. Uh, don't tell me about the uh, labor pains. Just show me the baby, right? So you go 11-20 and 20 to start the year. Everyone calls you a major disappointment. Then this run. But a 29 of the next 32 against teams in the mix or likely to make the playoffs. So... After this series, and they're two and six against Toronto now, they get the Cubbies, and then it's fourteen in a row against Tampa and the Yankees, and then more tough games after the All Star break. Uh-huh. But Pavetta's been the man. Waka's six and one with a two three four. They're number one in batting average. They're top five in runs and OPS. But for whatever reason, uh, this is a weird, weird stat and weird angle. Toronto's lost five in a row, second game of a series. So do with that mm. what you want. Might uh, dismiss that. I don't have a problem with it. We give you the information. You decide what to do with it. But uh, the, the Blue Jays have had their number. Right. But they, they've also, they came in the last game, last night's game, losing 7-10. So Toronto's hard to figure out. And one other number I wanted to point out today, as the Nationals are favored with Patrick Corbin going, his ERA is 6.60 oh. on the year. Here's the deal. How? I, that's the thing, right? Quintana's been good. Yeah. They, the Nationals could win this game. I can't back Patrick Corbin. There's you you like how how can you go how can you make that bet? Yeah, you're right. Quintana has been good, and we talk about the Orioles how they're feisty. Pirates are still feisty. They I thought they gave yep. that game away last night. They did. But again, I looked for the good this year with Patrick Corbin. The first time through the order, the ERA is three point four five. Okay, that's pretty solid. The second time, and you could use this maybe for some live betting. Second time through the order, ERA is seven point nine two. If he actually lasts into the game long enough to go through a third time, his ERA balloons up to 12.27 on the year. So, again, more pitches are thrown. The longer the game goes on, the worse he becomes. And that's where these teams really start to get to Patrick Corbin. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised with this Yankee line. The Yankees ninety at home only, only. Comeback kids again last night. 50-19 and 19 as a favorite uh, against Frankie Montas. And uh, Ace, they're, not, you know, they're awful at home. They're 17-22 and 22 on the road. Yeah. And uh, had the lead. Maybe come back with the A's first five again. I love the Donaldson prop if he's in the lineup. He has owned Frankie in his career, hitting almost 600 against him with three bombs. 
We look at uh, prop with Donaldson if he's in there. All right, up next, Drew Butler is going to join us in studio. Former punter with the Georgia Bulldogs, Pittsburgh Steelers, Arizona Cardinals, and host of the Punt and Pass podcast. We'll go over SEC win totals, pecking order in the divisions, and Georgia will come back how far after losing tons of talent. Coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Meet Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com. Featuring award-winning customers, featuring award-winning customers, featuring award-winning customers, featuring award At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.